0: Welcome to the Pain Relief Path Podcast, where I dive into the vast world of chronic pain with the occasional help from knowledgeable guests from diverse disciplines that impact your chronic pain. I am your host, Dr. Pan Zhang, physical therapist turned chronic pain coach. I'm here to educate, empower, and encourage you to find your path to a pain-free life. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. everyone. Welcome to another Wednesday Walk and Talk. My name is Dr. Pan Zhang and we are walking today on a very weirdly unseasonably warm day. It is like sunny and gorgeous. I mean look at this like you can see blue in the skies. There's like barely any clouds. It's just a weird day today. Anyway so Um, Today, what I want to talk about is why change is so hard. And here's the deal. If you don't want to be in chronic pain and you want to live a life that is different than your current life and you want to live a life where pain just does not take center stage, unfortunately and fortunately, you are going to have to change. And... The thing that nobody will really talk about is that change is hard. Change is difficult. It takes commitment, both time and energy, and in some cases, financial commitment. And it's just one of those things that is going to happen. When you come out of the other side of your chronic pain journey, you are not going to be the same person who started it. And that is a good thing and you are also not going to be the person you were before you had chronic pain because most likely you've had chronic pain for years so with that pain itself teaches a lot of lessons apparently oval is very vocal today but anyway so pain itself teaches a lot of lessons. The suffering, the relationships that you have to change and build, um, and honestly, the different neural pathways that you're building as well. We'll try that again. So for those of you who couldn't hear over Opal screaming, basically, change is hard. Um, And why is change so hard? And this is the reason. We are not built for change. We are neurologically not wired to want to change. Our brains and our bodies are made so that we learn a pattern, we understand it, we repeat it, and we get efficient at it. And that's it. So we are supposed to be very efficient creatures. So change runs against all of that. When you want to change, you have to put energy into it. You have to put mental, emotional, physical energy into changing. And that's hard. And like I said, we are not wired to do that. We are evolutionarily built to be as efficient as possible and to use as little energy as possible. But, you know, we are no longer creatures on the savannah that need to forage for every meal. And we do not need to conserve every ounce of physical and brain energy. So now we have evolved to be creatures who can change. Because because we have the resources for it. Um, So... That being said, how do we take the first steps into change where we are, again, in all essence, working against ourselves? Um, so, the first step, number one, is to recognize and truly see the pattern that you want to change. That's the first step, is really understanding where what you want to change and what you want to change it to so that's one of the first big challenges that my clients have is if you've been in chronic pain for a long time you actually have lost sight of what you actually want to change your life to so i have an episode on this a while back and i actually have a worksheet about this. So, if you want to click on my link here somewhere, I'll put it down somewhere if you're watching this on YouTube, um, then that worksheet will be there for you. But basically, one great way to see what you want to change on like 50,000 foot level is to write down what your current average day looks like and then what you want your perfect average day to look like so I call these your CAD and your pad it's just acronyms so what a lot of people don't see is what and how they're living their current average day so a lot of people will say they kind of gloss over some of the parts that they don't like about their current average day they don't see what they're doing On a day to day basis. For instance, if you say to yourself, I just don't have time to exercise, or I don't have time to meal plan, or I really just don't have time to sit down for five minutes and meditate, what are you doing with your time, with your, you know, 24 hours of time? How much time are you using to sleep? How much time are you using to watch TV and quote unquote relax? How much time are you using? to disconnect from both yourself and your environment and the people around you, instead of connecting with yourself and your environment and your people around you. So that is the first step, is to take a really unfiltered look at your current average day. And She's very chatty today, folks. (laughs) And not only unfiltered, but it needs to be unjudgmental. I don't want you to judge how you're living your days right now. Because what you're doing right now, this is just your baseline. This is your starting point. Whatever that starting point might be, that is okay. I do not want you to be judging yourself the whole time and then glossing over the areas that you actually aren't living to your fullest self and I don't want you to gloss over the areas that you're the things that you're doing that are not really serving you and you kind of know it on a deeper level okay so first write down your current average day literally minute by minute, you, you know, five minute intervals, really get detailed, go down to what you're thinking maybe and even feeling, especially during times where you kind of have more stress. Like if you have a lot of pain when you first wake up in the morning, what are you thinking and feeling when you first wake up in the morning, okay? So take all of that, write that down. I want you to like have it physically in front of you. And then the second part of this exercise is writing down your perfect average day. What do you want your life to look like? And what do you want to be thinking and feeling on a minute by minute or five minute kind of time interval? If right now you wake up and you're thinking, you, you just feel defeated, you feel discouraged. You're like, oh my gosh, A part of you almost is like, I woke up again. Crap. Um, you know who I'm talking about. You know, those, if you're one of those people, you know, I'm talking to you. And if you are one of those people that wakes up, the first thing you think is, Oh, this is going to be a horrible day. I'm in so much pain. What do you want to be thinking? What do you want to be feeling? Okay. So write everything down and then kind of side by side, write take a look at where are your differences. Some people actually surprise themselves and they actually see less of a gap between their current average day and their perfect average day than they thought they would. And some people surprise themselves and they see a much larger gap than they thought they would see. So the first step, like I said, is just to really take the true, unfiltered, unjudgmental, Look at how you're living and how you want to be living. Now that you've gotten that, the next step is to really find just two or three areas that are keys to change. So my big thing is if you have negative thoughts and feelings, the first thing that you wake up and you kind of, when that happens, you basically start your day off on a kind of rough foot, right? So what I would recommend is if you're one of those people that have negative thoughts and feelings when you first wake up, but you are, you kind of talk yourself out of it. I want you to be listening to this. If you're one of those people, that is the first pattern you want to change, not the talking yourself out of it, but just waking up with that thought and feeling. So, one you don't want to start your day arguing with yourself because that's even though you're doing a really good job talking yourself out of things it's still a rough way to start your day just kind of contradicting yourself trying to maybe even invalidate some of the things that you're thinking and feeling but rather the night before before you go to bed i want you to write down how you want to think and feel first thing in the morning and this is not an overnight thing okay Your brain, like I said, is built around patterns, around things that it can automatically and subconsciously do. What we're trying to do when we create change is actually to rewrite those subconscious patterns and rewrite that programming that you've written and repeated for maybe months or years, or maybe even decades. So this is not an overnight thing. But the first step is to set the intention before the pattern even comes about. And when I say the pattern, in this case, waking up first thing in the morning, set the intention of what you want to be thinking and feeling first thing in the morning, before you even enter that first thing in the morning, okay? So it doesn't have to go from I feel miserable every day. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to get up. I don't want to roll out of bed. I don't even want to open my eyes. It doesn't have to go from that to I want to be happy and be like Snow White where I open the door and birds fly onto my hand or finger, whatever. It doesn't have to be like that, okay? I would actually shoot for if you are thinking particularly negative things in the morning and you're feeling particularly negative feelings in the morning, just shoot to being, feeling neutral because that is a much easier pattern to step into than going from this end of the spectrum to this end of the spectrum. So take those little steps. Okay. You want to make it easy on yourself. Change is already hard. Like I said, you're working against your natural programming. So change is hard and it's going to be. So When you do that, repeat that. Repeat that over and over and over again. So don't do this for two or three days and give up because you're not seeing change. Remember, this pattern is something that you have repeated over and over and over again for years and decades, weeks. As long as you've had chronic pain, you've started thinking and feeling this pattern. So give yourself time and give yourself grace and just be patient with yourself and you're rewiring okay so that is one really really good um thing that a common issue that i see a lot of my clients struggle with so another thing that you might want to start looking at is when you have pain so let's say you've been suffering with low back pain for a long long time and you know one of the things that trigger you is maybe bending forward so i actually had a client once who she could not even bend forward just a little bit to open her dresser drawer and that's super debilitating you can't even put away clothes you can't get clothes to get dressed in the morning it's really difficult And it got to the point where if we actually even visualized her bending forward, I had her visualize her do that motion, that would actually flare up her pain, okay? So in that case, just thinking about starting that pattern, your brain is so efficient that it skips through the actual physical motion and just ends up at the result, which is having pain in the back. Now, obviously, that's not a pattern that is going to be good for you long run. Maybe at the beginning, that was a pattern that was good for her because your body is trying to protect itself. Remember, pain is your body's alarm system. So when she hurt her back initially and her she would have pain when she bent forward, it was your body's trying to protect yourself, trying to say, okay, don't do this motion until everything is healed, okay? But the problem is your body is so good and so efficient at establishing patterns and trying to be really efficient and energy um, efficient that that is now a set pattern, even after all the tissues and everything has healed. Now the brain just goes straight to that is not good. That's not a good motion. Don't do that. It's painful. Okay. So how do you get out of that pattern? The first thing I would say is start with visualization. If you are somebody who has a very specific trigger for your pain, whether it is stress or whether it is a physical trigger, start with visualizing yourself doing that thing. Now, even though she had pain when she visualized it, we talked about this at length, she knew that she was not doing any harm because she was only visualizing. it, So if she knows that and her brain can understand, I'm actually not doing any harm. When that pain signal comes up and that alarm signal comes up, it was very easy for her to be like, no, everything's fine. I'm not even doing the motion. So I'm not causing any harm. Okay. So the first step there is to just visualize it and then what we did was slowly pace into that and what's called graded exposure into that activity so slowly going into just a little bit of a bend whatever she felt comfortable with and bending a little bit more and a little bit more and then suddenly after a month she was able to touch her toes with barely a twinge so that is a really awesome thing for her um, a month was a really good time frame for her but again everybody's different everybody's brain is wired differently so don't expect change to happen overnight or even in short t- in short periods of time okay so that's step one to, helping you change is understanding what you want to change and then understanding what you want to change to step two is starting to break the pattern and that can be a physical mental or emotional pattern or a story that you're that you tell yourself for instance um in the case of that client that i had who couldn't even bend over to open a dresser drawer The story that she had in her head is every time I bend over, I'm causing more damage, right? So again, the visualization was really helpful for her to tell herself and change that story. Like, I know I'm having pain when I visualize this, when I visualize this activity, but I know I'm not doing any damage. And slowly that can transition to, I know I can bend forward and I know I'm not doing any damage. Right? But you still kind of have to build confidence a little bit. So those are the three steps that I would say to start taking just to start change. So one, understand where you are now, your current average day. Number two, understand the pattern that you want to change into, your perfect average day. And number three is start with either changing your thought, your physical your body or your story behind it. Okay, and I hope that this was helpful. And again, if you guys have questions, um, you can click the link in my profile for a download for a current average day or perfect average day worksheet. But really, it is as simple as just writing down your current and perfect average day and your thoughts and feelings during your day, especially at those peak moments. When you are feeling a very speci- fe- feeling or um, feeling very strongly about something. Okay? So I really hope this was helpful. And we are going to finish our walk on this gorgeous day. And I can't remember if I said this, but Opal is 11 months today. She is one month away from being one, which is insane. I don't understand how time works. Um, but yeah, anyway. So we'll see you guys next week. And um, if you guys implement this, I would love to hear what kind of patterns that you are working on changing and what the first step you're going to take to change the pattern is. All right, have a fantastic week and see you guys next time. Bye.